Good morning and praise the Lord, dear beloved, and to the church in their house. This is God's word for today, and we're reading from 1 Timothy chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. But refuse profane and old wives' fables, and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is, and of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those that believe. These things command and teach. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers, in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself, and unto the doctrine, continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Again, we give God praise and thanks for his word, which is wisdom for us, his instruction, his direction for us to help us to be who God would have us to be. And this is very explicit here that the apostle is writing to, if we can say his successor, to carry the baton of preaching and teaching the gospel with, without fear, favoritism, or compromise. And I say to all of you, let's give heed to the word of God. Let's do what God teaches us to do and not be overcome with doctrine of men because of things that they say and do and promise and these things. But we're going to hold fast to the promises of God. We're going to hold fast to what God has said for us to do. And just because sometimes it might feel like that you're not profiting, you just hold on to God because God is always with you. He's always there. He's never going to leave you nor forsake you. And sometimes we need to go through some things to help us to see ourselves, to know who we really are. Because if we keep getting delivered from everything and never endure anything, we'll never know how strong our faith really is. So let us maintain by staying with the gospel. Don't be afraid to give your best to what seemingly are small things or jobs.
Every time you conquer one, it makes you that much stronger. And if you do the little jobs well, the big ones will tend to take care of themselves. Dale Carnegie. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the holy name of Jesus the Christ, our risen Lord, we say thank you. We say good morning, God. We say thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for this opportunity to experience the dawn of this new day. God, with the saints of our mind, activity of our limbs, and we ask you again, God, today, if you'd be so kind to continue, God, to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake, allowing love, joy, peace, and happiness to fill our lives, God, and let healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation overtake us as we go. And then we ask you, God, to forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word and deed or in thought that as we embark upon this day, that you will take pleasure in enveloping us in your favor and realizing that we're going to be up against the wiles of the enemy and he's on the prowl seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. But we're going to remember that you're with us never to leave us nor forsake us. We're going to remember that with you on our side that you're more than the whole world against us. We're going to remember that since you're for us, then who can be against us? As long as we don't let our faith fail us, we know, God, that you let us know through your word, trials and tribulations, difficulties, hardships, God, all kinds of things that you allowed to happen to your people, your chosen people, the prophets, the apostles, God, right through time, God, but you have always been there for them. And even with the apostles, let us keep ourselves reminded, God, that Jesus, your only begotten son, you let him get put on the cross. God, and he laid down his life temporarily. God, for our benefit. Then the apostles went out and died as martyrs because the devil doesn't want the gospel of Jesus Christ to be preached and demonstrated. So all of us that today that have the indwelling of your spirit, God, continue to enrich us, continue to motivate us, Lord God, particularly with your pastors, because you said in your word that you would give your people pastors after your own heart that would feed the people with knowledge and with understanding of that knowledge. God, and so we pray, and I'm asking you this morning, but for myself and every other pastor everywhere, God, grant us a refreshing from your presence. Help us to know, God, the charge that is upon our lives in our life, God, is about spiritual things. God, because you let the priests, even in the early years, God, in the Old Testament, the priests worked in the church. God, they didn't weren't out ripping and running up and down the street and going all over the place and everywhere. God, but they were busy in the church, in the temple. But our preachers today, God, we're just ripping and running and going everywhere and doing all kinds of things. And help us, God, to know our job. And to know, God, hallelujah, that our responsibility is to first of all be demonstrators of your word, God. And so help us to preach and to teach and to demonstrate your word without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but to do it with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence. God, hallelujah, that when you see us doing what you've charged us to do, God, you're going to supply us with whatever it is that we need to continue to do what you charge us to do. So we know, God, that things vary from culture to culture. We know things vary from country to country. God, but we know that you are God everywhere. God, hallelujah, and you see your people everywhere. You know what their conditions are. 
You know what it takes to relieve them of the obstructions that's in front of them, God, and you're going to be right there with them as long as they don't let their faith fail them. God, hallelujah. And we know, God, hallelujah, that your wrath, your fear, your indignation, God, is loose in the land. God, with the pestilence is in the land. Hallelujah. Now they're talking about the measles are starting back up again. The RSV started back up. The influenza started back up. God, and COVID-19 came in. COVID had been around for a while, but God, we know that you sent this into the land because of people that are rebellious, hard-headed, stiff-necked, that they'd rather walk after the flesh and seek the things of the flesh and to seek you and the sincereness of your word. But help us to understand and to know, Holy Father, that when we hold on to you and trust you, you say that you would never leave us nor forsake us, that you're with us to help us. God, hallelujah. And even being in us by the baptism of the Holy Ghost, God, hallelujah, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord, because we should know as pastors in particular that we've been chosen by you if, in fact, we've been chosen by you because many have not been chosen by you. They have just gone through some school of theology somewhere, God, and they got a degree, and people of affluence want somebody that have some kind of alphabets behind the name, some kind of de- degree, and they chose them to be their spiritual leaders and their pastors. And they haven't been commissioned by you. Because, God, you let us know in your word that the letter killeth, but it's the spirit that maketh alive. So I'm asking you, God, and I'm praying, and hopefully with them, that every one of them, God, that don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, but they stand in God in the office of a pastor. God, that you would baptize them with the Holy Ghost, God, hallelujah. Just bring them down and fill them with the Holy Ghost till they will be shocked themselves and they'll have to go back and, and, and preach and teach to the church. Hallelujah, that as much as they stood against it, you thought enough of them to do it anyway. You did it for Paul, God, with Saul. And Paul, God, you can do it with every other preacher anywhere else. So help us, God, to know that your pastors have been chosen to preach and teach and demonstrate this gospel because there'll still be many people, God, that don't know, and they don't know that they don't know, but you know they don't know. So you're going to allow us into their lives, God, to preach and to teach this gospel. God, hallelujah, which is Jesus said when he was in the world, he was the light of the world, but then he let the apostles know, hallelujah, that they would become the light of the world, and we are the light of the world. Those of us that have the indwelling of your spirit, And that light is the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we're going to let it shine. And letting it shine, we're going to demonstrate it. We're going to walk it more than just talk it. But we're going to demonstrate it to help people to see that there's a way out of that darkness and ignorance of the intended purpose of the gospel. All they have to do is admit that they're in sin. Admit, God, hallelujah, that they need to be saved. They want to be saved. And when they do. You're going to bring them out of that darkness that they're in, that lack of knowledge that they're in. God, and bring them and baptize them with the Holy Ghost that they too will have them dwelling of the Christ of God so that they can be preach and teach the people, God, because faith comes by hearing what is being preached and what is being taught. God, and people are going to believe and have faith in what they're hearing the preacher say. So when we preach and teach the truth of the gospel, people's faith will grow to that. And when sickness, God, and some malady of some sort come upon us, 
God, if we be like Jesus said to Peter, don't let our faith fail us. You're going to be right there with us, God, in those sick beds, wherever we are. And at your discretion, you're going to get us out of the sick beds and back on our feet. God, and even the medical professionals, family members, God, uh, doubters, friends, everybody will be amazed because they're forgetting the fact that they really don't understand that you're a miracle worker and you're everywhere all the time. Nothing is too hard for you, hallelujah, and that you're the God of all flesh. And we thank you for it, God. Do it, God, for your, your own testimony, hallelujah, that people will have to say, he must be real. He must be living. Hallelujah. He's not, God, we're not like some of these idolatrous believers, God, that you're sitting down on the town square somewhere on some kind of pedestal, but you are everywhere, God, at the same time, everywhere. You're knowing everything, everywhere, God, at the same time. Hallelujah. With the power to fix everything, everywhere at once, God. We, that's who you are. We know that that's who you are. We want to try to help people to know who you are, God, to teach and, and help people to understand because the enemy is manipulating the minds of many people and preachers in particular. God, they're pulling away from the truth of the gospel because of what's popular amongst those of the, the secularism, those that are in the in the world. God, hallelujah, and the things that they're doing and places that they're going and things that they're acquiring. God, but help us to help pastors and, and you please, God, you help us, God, as pastors to realize and we do what you charged us to do, to lead your people unto you, lead them out of darkness into this light of the knowledge of the gospel. Be demonstrators of your word. God, there is no good thing that you withhold from us and whatever it is that we need to be who you would have us to be as your pastors and spiritual leaders, you can, you'll provide it for us. You'll make people write stuff off and give it to us. You'll make people that have things, God, and they've just been splurging and throwing away money. You'll, you'll cause them to, to go and buy it and give it to us. God, because we love you, we do what you charge us to do. And we know that you are on our side and we know that you are for us. And we are not going to give in to walking after the flesh because we know that walking after the flesh, God, hallelujah, only pleases the flesh. It makes the devil happy. It makes Satan happy. But when we walk in the spirit, God, we give you joy, so saith the scripture. And your joy, God, you will give us strength to continue to maintain and continue to move forward, God. And God, and those people that have lost their way, they'll begin to cry out and ask you to forgive them. God, and you will hear their cry and the sincerity of it, and you'll refresh them, you'll restore them, and get them back on the right path in life, testifying that you are Lord, hallelujah, and there's nothing too hard for you. And they will share their testimony, how they allowed themselves to slip back in the darkness when they realized they were back in what you had gotten them out of. God, they began to cry out to you, God, and, and you heard their cry. So you'll hear the other people's cry, God, that lured them back when they begin to cry out, when our testimony is told with purpose, hallelujah. So we thank you, God, this morning. We ask you, to God, to, to restore financial um, independence, God, and self-sufficiency. People's finances are just short. So a lot of people's finances, Lord, as you know that you are the omniscient one. 
God, you know that many people's finances continue to run short because they're misappropriating the finances. Many of them, their finances are running short because they're robbing you. Many people's finances are coming short, Lord God, because they don't put you first. They don't do the things that they should do first. God, they'd rather get out and try to be like somebody else. Hallelujah. But we know, Lord, God, that when you bless us, God, as heads of homes in particular, the first thing that we do, hallelujah, is to make sure that we maintain the shelter for our families. Then the next thing we do is we maintain a food supply for our families, hallelujah. And then all of those other things, and like a lot of people are doing and buying all of these fancy things and all of this stuff, that will come later and after the family's taken care of, after the responsibility to the church, to you, God, has been taken care of, then those things can fall in line. But by that time, if they will give attention to the gospel and open their ears and their hearts to, to your word and your gospel, they'll realize that a lot of that stuff, they don't need it anyway. So help us, God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord. We're asking you, God, again today, God, to strengthen the hearts of those that have lost loved ones, God, and their hearts are heavy. We pray and we believe, God, that you're going to comfort them and console them and strengthen them to be able to move forward. God, looking to you, God, for strength in the name of Jesus the Christ, that even when they begin to reminisce from time to time and think about their deceased loved ones, they won't be overpowered, God, by that sadness and that sorrow, God, but they'll be able to know how to handle it and be able to move forward and live their lives in such a fashion that you will, they will give you glory and you will give them strength. So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord God, again this morning for your goodness and your mercy. And then again, God, we pray for all the sick and the shut-in everywhere, every hospital room, God, every at-home, God, wherever they are, we pray for those that have lost their way. God, hallelujah, being deceived by those, God, that Satan has manipulated their thinking. They've lured them back in the darkness. God, for those that have lost their financial independence and self-sufficiency, for those that have lost loved ones, God, hallelujah, that you're going to restore, you're going to refresh, you're going to move, you're going to deliver, God, and you're going to prove yourself through these believers, God, hallelujah, and help them to know that they can help other people to see and to understand that they can't play games with you. They don't cut deals with you because you don't cut deals and play games. God, but we got to come to understand and accept your word for what it is. And when we humble ourselves to do so, you're going to help us and strengthen us that we can move forward to help others to come out of darkness into this light of the knowledge of the gospel. God, and for those homes where the people are just struggling, where there's fighting and arguing and debate that constantly goes on. God, the children are constantly rebellious and talking back to the parents. God, like they're their peers and the parents are letting these things go. Help the parents, first of all, to know that they're causing the children to be like they are because they're acting out of order. They should be praying together. They should be talking and with, with calmness and discussing issues that are amongst them. God, inviting you to demonstrate your presence with them. Let the children see that so that these children will know that your word also is out on them. That if they continue to ignore the parents and talk back to the parents and be rebellious, God, that their day is going to end up being short. Hallelujah. According to your word, God, but we're pray, believing and asking you as prayer 
goes on in those homes, that you're going to turn things around in those homes. You're going to drive out those spirits that are causing the people to just, the home to be in disarray. But when they begin to pray in sincerity, when they begin to seek you in sincerity, reading your word and praying, God, hallelujah. And for those that have families, God, that that whether that everybody is doing their own thing and everybody's cutting up and acting, God, hallelujah. Let them get a mind to, to fast together. Get them get a mind to abstain from certain things for a while together. And when you see their sincerity, you see their sincereness, you're going to move by your spirit and then you're going to get it in their hearts to want to get to the church house. And I pray, God, that you'll send them to the church house where people are preaching the truth. God, that they'll hear the truth of the gospel. They will hear that they need the baptism of the Holy Ghost to get back to glory, to be with you. And they will seek you, God, hallelujah. When you hear that sincere cry in them, you'll baptize them too with the Holy Ghost. That They too will have the indwelling of the Christ of God. So that on the day that the Lord Jesus shall stand in the clouds with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, and when that trump shall sound every person, God, that has been filled with the Holy Ghost, some are asleep in the graves, then there are others that are alive and on the earth with the baptism of your spirit. The Bible declares unto us that the souls of those will be caught up together to go meet the Lord in the air because the Bible teaches us we have another building that's eternal in the heavens. So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. And God, and we believe and we know and we trust until that day shall come that you're going to continue to maintain our cause. Whatever we find, whatever comes against us, whatever try to fight us, whatever try God to deceive us, you're going to maintain our cause. You're going to keep us moving forward in your word. We're going to continue to shine the light of the knowledge of the gospel. God, you're going to continue to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake, that we're not going to get caught up and ensnared in some of this new philosophy and doctrine that somehow has infiltrated Christianity. We're going to hold fast to the truth of the gospel because what's in the gospel has saved the church in the beginning. It has kept the church throughout the centuries and is good enough to keep the church saved today. So we thank you and we praise you. God, hallelujah. We know, God, that you're going to continue to supply us with whatever it is that we need to be, who you want us to be, and to, to do what you want us to do according to your riches and glory. In Jesus' holy name, we pray again this morning, and we believe that we're going to have what we're asking for again. God, hallelujah. We're going to ask you every day. We're going to bring, mention it every day. God, hallelujah. Just like in God, the, the, the widow woman in Scripture, she wanted her belongings back. She wanted her things, her property. God, she kept going back to the judge and the Bible describes him as the unjust judge. And she kept going to him and kept going to him and kept going to him until the scripture teaches us that the unjust, unjust judge, the unjust judge said to the woman, woman, what is it that you want? You weary me when you're often coming. Hallelujah. And when she told him what she wanted, he granted it to her. He gave it back to her. Hallelujah. And then the scripture teaches us, and shall not God avenge his own elect that cry night and day unto him? So we know, God, that we're going to keep talking to you. We're going to keep God saying what we think we need. 
Hallelujah. We're going to keep saying what we want. God, and at your discretion, we are trusting you to provide us with whatever it is to help us to be who you want us to be. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray, and I do believe it so. Amen, and thank you, God. Good morning, everybody. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem. Nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle. And you got to keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.